Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the roughneck. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Andy Guy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hey, that's me. My name is Mr. Andy, or that Mr. Guy, or whatever you want to call me. I'm not Mr. Moisture, though. That's somebody else. (laughs) It's copyrighted. You can't use it. (laughs) Yes, you are. And today we are going to be talking about two pretty decent New Japan Pro Wrestling shows. One was solid. The other one was fucking awesome. We swear, everyone, be aware of that. And uh, before we jump into all that, let's get all the housekeeping done nice and early because professionalism is my job. There are ways people can contact us if they wish to. We're on the Tweety. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusifer Tweets. And uh, uh, collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you wish to send us a written or voice email, you can neveropenpod at gmail.com. And we have uh, merch that could make you look never as fuck. We have a Teespring store. Go check that out. So, yeah, two pretty yeah. good shows. That's us. Uh, we got some news for you. I mean, you know, the big news that everybody wants to hear us talk about is. Uh, some TV show. No, I'm kidding. The big news is is that Shibata wrestled. What? Yeah, uh, what I I am both happy to have watched that match, sad on multiple levels. Look, I, I don't want to be a party pooper. It was a fun match. I enjoyed watching it. Uh, it was it was really cool. My I'll poop on parties. All right, let's let's poop. Let's take a big duke on the party. <laughs> the problem is, Katsuro Shibata has had how many matches in since 2017? Uh, that Zack Sabre Jr. thing and the one with Ren Narita. Now three. One with Orange Cassidy on Rampage, the secondary show. This is freaking Katsuro Shibata. Should be wrestling in Japan, doing. Japanese things, or at least wrestling on Dynamite or the pay-per-view or something. It's Rampage, the secondary show that no one watches, had the Shibata match. I'm sure it was great and special for everyone involved. That's awesome. But you know what also made that that match kind of heartbreakingly stank nuggets? The commentary team of oh Mike God. Tyson and Jim Ross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, was some Excalibur was there too, and he kept calling the calling Shibata Katsy, and I just wanted to like reach through my phone and punch him in the face. That's come you call on. him Katsy. You call him Shibata. That's what everyone does. Don't call him Katsy or Katsy or it's Shibata. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So was it a good match? Yes. Was I did I was I entertained by it? Also yes. Did it break my heart to see Shibata lose? You, you bet it did. Man, that's his, like, first real loss as well. Like, what are we doing? What what was the reason that had to happen there and why and all this kind of stuff? 
Why? Because he wanted it's because he wanted that. And I get it. But it also makes right. you wonder a little bit, right? Because like last time he had a match in Japan, he went on his own and decided to just make it a regular match, even though it wasn't supposed to. Renderita shit almost shit his pants in the ring, you know, scared of what New Japan officials are gonna do. And he hasn't wrestled there since. So it makes mm. you wonder if maybe he can't wrestle there because of his shenanigans. And they're like, fine, if you want to wrestle in AEW, you can, but you can't wrestle here. Or this is building to something at, at Wrestle Kingdom versus Daniel Bryan for all the marbles, the, of the, the my marbles, all of them. All right. It just seems weird to start it on a rampage yeah. of all places. Yeah, uh, that was dumb. That was dumb. And it was like in the the it doesn't make any sense either because remember how shibata like saved cassidy at the like yeah. forbidden door right so aren't they buddies but then like isn't cassidy technically in chaos so he's not buddies with them but then like oh, he God. put the sunglasses on him so that's are they fighting because he put sunglasses i don't what is this the story makes no sense. And then, you know, calling him Katsy. It's like when people call uh, a Minoru Suzuki Mizu. Fuck you. Yes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Some people call Yoshinobu Kanemaru um, Nobu or something like that. I'm just like, no. dude, just, no. just say Kanemaru. It's not that Call him his name. The wrestlers don't need cute nicknames. I'm sorry. Especially when they're like, you know, murder grandpa or whatever. Don't give him a cute nickname. Shibata is like one of the most badass wrestlers of all time. He doesn't need a cute nickname. Get out of here. Yes, he is. And <laughs> and he is special to a lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling fans. <laughs> and so for this to be, I don't know, man, it, it's fucking weird. But it happened and I watched it and I can at least say it was good. So there is that. Yeah. It was entertaining. It's good. If you'd yep. like to watch that, AEW put most of the match up on their YouTube. But what you want to do is turn the volume down. Just watch it with no volume because oh, please do. You'll get really angry. You, you know? really, um, you really will. It's like Mike Tyson is not a good person, first of all. So don't be over no. here acting like he's okay to be on your TV. But I mean, he's America's sweetheart that's convicted of rape. So that's a thing. And uh, I just. Like, he just calls spots and just says move names. And, like, he corrects the other guys who say the wrong name. And then he says, no, that's what this is. And it's like, oh, my God. I don't, this is not. And he was only there for that match. At least he didn't yeah. stink the whole show. But I'd rather, like, out of all the things to have happened on Rampage, that's the thing I wanted him to commentate on the least. <laughs> it's because he also likes sunglasses, you see. Oh, right. Or yeah. something like what well, the fuck? It is true, Hill, and only assholes wear sunglasses inside. It's true, unless you're the Blues Brothers, of course. Yeah, they're on a mission from God. It's the That's best. right. That's why it's allowed. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. It's so funny. Oh my God. Yeah. So Luke, we got these uh, two Osaka shows. I'm excited to talk about that. We also had some news that for some reason they didn't announce at the Osaka shows. I don't know why. But they announced later, just on the website, with no fanfare. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show and give you a uh, preview of his History X, his American History X. Yeah, they kind of put an ad, ad, ad for that in between, oh. like, the ad, well, yeah, disinfectant time or something. Instead, we had to stare at the ring the whole time where it was talking. There wasn't even any commercials for anything. Yeah. 
We didn't even yeah, hear see right. the lady, the blind lady that can't see Tanahashi. You know, uh, we didn't see Hanma and Suji learning together from Taguchi. We didn't even hear or whatever that that's the Skype song, but they have I a thought little we get um tag league in like brackets and all yeah. brackets, but like blocks and yeah, I wonder who's in it. If we have we, to watch it, I want to at least know who's in it. <laughs> we got some inklings, so but it's like it's a you know it's questionable, but good stuff. Uh, interesting things on this uh, world history X or you know history of the world part X that is uh, we'll talk about at the end of the show. Yes, we will. All right, are we at the same venue both nights? We are not, Luke. I mean, sort of. Mm-hmm. So this is prefectural, prefectural gymnasium number two in Osaka, and then the main show is in their main hall there, so, or the other shows in the main hall. But, I mean, we've gone over this in the past. You know, this is an indoor sporting arena located in Yama, Osaka, Japan. Everybody knows that. And it first opened in 1952. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, just to remind everybody, because this is very important, is that this uh, <laughs> gymnasium specifically is featured in the manga anime series Fighting Spirit, you know, um, and it's one of the venues that the boxers fight in. It's about boxers, including a video game adaptation of this venue of the series called Victorious Boxers or something. Oh, wow. I was hoping you were going to tell me some like B League basketball was played there, but you just nah. like, one upped it with the uh, with Dude. the manga. It's nice. been a while since we've been to Aichi. We need to go to Aichi, guys. Yeah, I just want to talk about the Dolphins. That's what we're doing. Yeah. We're not going to Tokyo Dome or Corican. You and I are just going to go. Where's that? Yep, there's an Aichi show at the end of the year. Let's go. <laughs> we we go there and it's not basketball season, and we're like, <laughs> fuck. Kind of, Jokey's yeah. there too with his oh, he's got all his like dolphin gear on and he's like shit I didn't know either and we <laughs> yeah but it would be cool to go get pissed with Doki uh, after the show I don't even care if he doesn't speak our language I just want to hang he out would with just, him. he would just look at you and he'd say do you know what Dookie's cooking? And I'd say, no, Dookie, please tell me. And then he, you know, and then he'd say, uh, well, brother, I'm here to tell you something or whatever. He just does like, remember that time he, for a while, he was only doing promos that were just like American wrestling cliche phrases. <laughs> it was <laughs> awesome. That's just how he speaks English, you know? Oh, awesome. look at this. Yeah. I love Dookie. We both do. He's the best. So yes, we're starting with the second last uh, I don't even remember what the real shows of the New Japan, Autumn Attack, whatever. It's Autumn Declaration. Battle Autumn 67. <laughs> <laughs> and we start with Toriyanu and uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just remembered something. Yeah, versus Ryohai Iwa. And uh, because of his hair, I'm just going to call him Sideshow Yuto from now on. Uh, I asked him, also right? And you said yes. So that's what is I'm he doing. Evil? No. He kinda, he's kind of walking around like he's evil these days with that haunched he's up look he's got. He's a calm Some, the fuck down. Someone's got to fill the niche of evil young lion that uh, Gabriel Kidd left. It was, it's hey, a hole that, that someone needed to fill. And, uh, you Maybe he's returning to Japan soon. We'll find out later. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't know who broken arm young lion think he's, thinks he is with his fucking broken arm. So I forgot about this whole – I know they tag on the, on the next night as well, but it's the next night I mention it because I must have missed it. 
because I know the bad Tanahashi Yano mashup theme played on this first night. For some reason that's my first night, so I forgot about it. But yeah, I'm all like, oh, is Yano and, and Tanahashi tagging? And you're like, yeah, dude, we went through this a year ago. We did the same thing like a couple weeks ago. You were like, oh, yeah. they should tag together. I'm like, yeah, they should. You're right, because they, they did, they and they will. <laughs> <laughs> so Yuto <laughs> right so the match starts and uh, Yuto decides that uh, chopping Tanner in the chest and just going at him like an asshole is a good, it's a good idea thing is though when Tanahashi wants to be he can be just as much of a, a dickbag as anyone so uh, Tanner's just gonna go do some fuck your leg on him and on Ira as well so yeah Yano has to throw a <laughs> I like that Yano has to throw a young lion into an exposed buckle uh, because Yano has to cheat against young lions and do <laughs> Yano shit. Oh my god! I, I guess uh, wrestling someone like Yano is training as well. All right, you know how to take bumps and stuff now. Now <laughs> let's see how you go being made a fool out of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't wait to talk about that with Ren Narita and his booking. I guess uh, Yudo is. Uh, well, Ishii's not around, so I guess he's going to start picking fights with Tanahashi, and I think it's great. They go at it a bit. Tana unloads at him with some combos. Iwa does an amazing gut wrench on Tanahashi. Don't think I didn't make a note of that. Holy yeah, shit, I really cool. like that. And there's double brabs on Yano and <laughs> Tanahashi. <laughs> Unbelievable. My goodness. But then Tana brabs out Iwa. Because uh, he ran out to the ring first, and that's how it happens. Yeah, and Tanahashi's a nice guy. He's like, yeah, you can do the double perhaps. That's cool. I'll, I'll take it. That's fine. Well, <laughs> uh, next we have Giotto and Hikaleo, the dream team, versus Lord Gideon Gray and Hanar T. Um, so <laughs> why? I, I was like, why isn't this House of Torture versus Team Unaffiliated? It should be, right? But it's not. Um, we get Giotto versus Gideon, and that's really fun and badly wrestled. And what do you know? It's heat on Giotto. Uh, Gideon, he uh, renews his mini feud with Hikaleo, which is great, and it's pretty fun. And he tries the homie arm whip, but Hikaleo just doesn't bump <laughs> and stands there. And Gideon runs right into a power slam for the Hikaleo pinfall victory. And after the match, House of Torture beat down uh, these two guys after the match. And it's amazing. <laughs> oh my god you know i don't think there was like a single ma- match on that that night that the last night that i i disliked including that match i can't believe yeah. I'm, I, I i just said that out loud and we're going to talk about that but we'll get to that but next we've got uh tamawaki honma and david finley versus uh the great okan on the cob Seeing Great Khan choke Honma with his braid is fucking hilarious, and I love it. Poor Honma. Uh, Great Khan does the, you know, the corner sit-down humiliation spot, and uh, Cobb adds to it, which is what I've been liking lately, by making Honma tap out. <laughs> I saw him. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what a, what, all right, that's not even the funniest moment of that match. The funniest moment of this match is when Jeff Cobb gets uh Honma in a uh, you know a stalling suplex he's holding him up he's holding him up and David Finley reaches out for a tag <laughs> <laughs> hey man 
That's written on the sign, you know, Ooh, right at Gorilla. Home, it says, always home reach home for a tag. <laughs> <laughs> that was all we got a tag. Is... <laughs> was... oh, Dude, that just made me fucking laugh. Oh, my goodness. But uh, Finley and Cobb have have a great exchange. I wouldn't say no to them having a singles as well. Uh, great Khan makes Honda look awesome, which is, what I, uh, which is what I love. I love people who can work with Honda. Oh, it's one of my things. Honma eats an exploder by the Great Okan, a headbutt by Honma, but uh, Great Okan does a backbreaker into the sheep killer for the win. And after that, there's a Cobb promo, which I didn't write down because Cobb should be doing promos. So it should be Great Okan. He said they're going to win. That's what he yeah. said. So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, next, Luke, we have uh, Doki, Desperado, and Taichi versus Kenta, Ishimori, and Gato. And I write this note and it's like, and it's so funny because you messaged me this like the next day. I just write, I'm so glad we haven't seen Chase Owens in a long time. <laughs> 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 He'll be back for World Tag League, but it's been a nice break. So See, the funny Kato. thing is, though, I, I also remembered straight away that Bad Luck Farley exists. And then I was like, oh, I miss yeah, Farley. It's a shame. Shame they're connected the way they are, but it is what it is. So, um, you know, Gato pops pecs, uh, and <laughs> Bullet Club's very impressed with him, which is like, yeah, I mean, me too, I guess. I can't do it. So we get some shenanigans uh, with getting in the ring and not getting in the ring that Suzuki Gun does in every match now. And Tai Chi wants Gato. He's like, come on. And he tries the Gato clutch immediately, which leads to an <laughs> all out, like, comedic brawl. Uh, Gato and Tai Chi are just crushing it. It's so good. Um, I love them together. <laughs> it's fun. So what is it? Uh, he tried like Gato keeps doing chokes and it's like, you son of a bitch, you can't do that. So Ishimori is starting to do chokes and it, we get this spot that we've been seeing where he won't stop choking Taichi and Taichi is in Suzuki Goon or uh, Kenta Sato is like in Suzuki Goon or something, the ref. And he chokes Ishimori to break up the choke, you know? So he's like, listen. He sure did. <laughs> I'm choking. I'm going to show you what it feels like, you know? So that's, man, that's some empathetic fighting there, you know? But uh, there's preview stuff for the juniors, uh, champ contenders, and the champ himself. Gato and Doki, uh, they go, it's awesome. Doki's on fire. He bumps for Gato's super kick so hard that he almost, like, breaks his own neck, like, from his knees. Like, how did yeah. you do it? He, like... He like it's almost gnarly. flipped from his knees. It was like, wow, Doki, you rule. Oh, wait, Gato's the booker. That's right. So uh, <laughs> Taiki, Taichi and Doki, they team up on Gato. There's a double stomp and a sexy pin for two. Then it's Doki Choki on Gato for submission victory for Doki. And he won't let go. And it's awesome. That's funny. Uh, that's a good him. point you make. Uh, Gato, is he jumping? Yes. Uh, do you have to bump for his moves? Also, Yes. Because <laughs> he's a boss. <laughs> Maybe not that Man. hard, Doki. Take it easy. No, they're, they're uh, putting over the Doki Chogi a lot lately, and uh, yeah. come on, you got to put him in tag league, right? Ah, him and Kanemaru. Desperado's busy with this awesome fucking storyline that he's got going with the other juniors. Oh my god, this match is awesome. We'll talk about that. So Kanemaru Doki, yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Canu. Nobu can shut up. Have them win, by the way, and also be the chance for life. Because I want to see God Doki. That's well, not for life, because Doki's got to be a heavyweight one day. <laughs> Probably not, but that would be cool. Peter Carter in the Tokyo Dome. All right. 
he, he goes, yeah, after he wins. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, I'd just settle for having him beat Yoshihashi. That'd be awesome. All right, so next we've got. <laughs> dude, I, I'd love it. I don't, I, I don't hate Yoshihashi, but I'd love that. All right, next we've got Evil Dick versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Yoshinobu Kanemaru. House of Torture, take it to the outside. Uh, Suzuki Goon play Fuck Your Leg on uh, Dick Togo for quite a while. What? Which is quite what? Nice. They hate oh, yeah. leg. Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck your leg. I like a bit of that junior style fuck your leg action. I can I can do that too. So they so they both do that for a long time. Evil chair chokes Katamaru, and uh, evil keeps going Zack Saber Junior. Uh, Zack Saber Junior gets both of the House of Torture guys in a submission at the same time, just totally goading <laughs> Gabe uh, Dick Togo into it. It's awesome. Zack Saber Junior makes uh, Dick Togo garrot himself as well, which is awesome. <laughs> and Katamaru gets the win with the figure four. And he won't let go. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. goes after Evil because I'll have a match coming up. Right before that deal where he made uh, made uh, him garrot himself, made Dick Togo do it, like Evil tries a low blow and Zack Sabre Jr. catches it with his legs and does his little neck twist thing to his arm. And Evil's oh, yeah. like, ow, my arm. <laughs> that was great. You see the well, arm bend the way it's supposed to as well. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's just like the, you know, Scorpion Deathlock. It's like, no, it's like sitting in a chair. <laughs> so anyway, well, next we continue. Oh, wait, no, this is like part of the Junior's tag story. And as I predicted, this happened exactly as I predicted. They did mm-hmm. the same thing that they did last year or the year before, where these, you know, basically two teams are having singles matches against each other. They just bleed in the next singles match. Um, these are both really good, though. So I, I really enjoyed these a lot. And, uh, you know, what makes it just a little better, Luke, is Chumpy is the ref. All of a sudden, he should ref for all both. the matches. But, yeah, for both. And there's shenanigans. So this match is Bruce – or excuse me. It's uh, it's Akira uh, versus Bushi. And it's Bruschetta on Bushi. I don't know what that is in, in like, the title, <laughs> but it's something like that. So Bushi attacks before the bell, and Akira claps for the crowd – and he comes back, he, tra- he claps to get the car. There's a Kira claps from the crowd, sorry. And he comes back in the only way a junior can. Or he comes back in the match with only, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Arana. He hits Arana. That's what I'm trying to spit out. And then he hits a big, come on. And I was like, yeah. But then he reminds everybody <laughs> that he's a heel by teasing the t-shirt giveaway, which is one of my favorite heel things. Like, oh, you want the t-shirt? Oh, which side wants it more? All right, which side? And then just throw it on the ground. Fuck you. You don't get a t-shirt. That, that was wasn't nice. a t-shirt, dude. That was Bushi's greatest weapon. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a Rana that was a cutoff, but not a comeback. So, yeah, that Rana was a cutoff, not a comeback. My, I am not reading well today. So these folks do junior things. And Bushi gets his tope, but he doesn't want to win by countout because he's so good. And uh, there's an inverted tarantula from Akira that's Canadian style. And Bushi falls foils a dive with a crappy like flip kick into the like ropes from the outside. It's kind of didn't work out yeah. quite exactly like they wanted, but Akira, he topes the Canadian, uh, uh, he gets a Canadian apron DDT. Oh my God. I'm <laughs> fucking this up. He takes the Canadian apron DDT very well. 
and Bushi gets a near fall off that. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, folks. I don't know what's going on. It's not like I got up at three o'clock yesterday to watch wrestling and haven't really slept. Did you get my notes? Bushi goes up for the MX, but Akira just does a jumping punch to the midsection, and Bushi fights him off, tries the MX again. But my favorite thing ever, Akira just drop kicks him out of the air. It's awesome. Big strikes yeah. revert and reversals. It's getting really good. And here we go. Akira's ready. He hits the fireball knees, but no, Bushi dodges and wins with the Lucha pin. And then it just kind of bleeds into the next match. But what'd you think of that one? That was fun. Right? That's become such a uh, LIJ finish these days, hasn't it? Everyone in LIJ has to have their pin. I blame you for this, Sonata, you motherfucker. <clears throat> Water, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I really like this match. And when you said that move that with Akira didn't quite go as planned. I would say that you, there used to be a lot more of those. And so now that there's a, there's a lot less, he's, he's, uh, he's learned a lot. He's absorbed a lot. And I think it's showing this match was really cool. I thought it was gnarly. I think Akira's, uh, offense is, is, is nasty and brutal. Uh, it's funny you say that it's uh, Bushi supposed to be the face because he starts this match by drop kicking Akira in the fucking back <laughs> like a fucking asshole. Oh my god! <laughs> There's a really cool moment where uh, like Akira monkey flips out of like a, a code a code breaker or something like that, and then does this hook kick. Then a German, then a bridge in German suplex. And I'm just like, yeah, all right, Akira, I see what you're doing. He's good. And he's like, he's so young. I mean, like, he's one of these guys that once we see him grow up a little bit and put just a little bit of weight on, like, he's going to, he's going to be something, man. I'm glad he's in New Japan. I hope they lock him up. By the way, this isn't just a junior thing. I would posit to you, Mr. Andy, that every time a tag team feud happens and they decide to do a tag team, um, you know, break the tag teams up and do singles matches. This is how the second match always happens. Because at the end of this match, all right, Bushi traps Akira in that pin, and then uh, there's an Akira and TJP beat down on Bushi. They try to remove the mask, and T-Tan comes out. No, there's no intros in this match. It starts just Good. as Mr. You... Guy said, which is that uh, is the note that I had right there. <laughs> <clears throat> Definitely called it. And uh, TJP fucks with the mask, which means T10 for the rest of this match has to fiddle with his bloody mask the whole time. But uh, T10 uh, starts building up steam, but Akira does something like that surprises me. Actually interferes. I'm like, I'm not used to this with the Empire guys. I thought you guys didn't yeah. do that. But uh, that's all right. This is a pretty heated feud anyway. And uh, hey, it... <laughs> someone started a match with me by drop kicking me in the back. I'd be a fucking <laughs> yeah. douchebag in the next match too. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, TJP just will just keep fucking with that mask. And yes, that means T10 won't stop adjusting it. Every five seconds, I do know. I do know that there's lots of mat wrestling. TJP bicycle kicks out of he does the all right. So TJP, he's great in this match. But there's one move I'm just, just like, all right, that doesn't look as brutal as you think it does. And, and he he's got like the arms of T10, and uh, you know TJP's at his back. He's doing bicycle kicks, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. and I don't know that. 
doesn't look as ouchy as it's like they, they, in theory that's really cool but that looks kind of weak because you know you can't kill the, you can't make it look too real you kill him that's how kawada kicks always look too <clears throat> when they grab by the head and do the little short kicks up into the face it's like if you don't lay those in it looks really stupid you know and like he, yeah that, TJP does that in this match, and you know, and Taichi does that all the time. And I'm like, Taichi, just you know, I know you want a match with Kawada, but he already agreed to it, so you can stop doing this match. <laughs> Actually, I have a I have a weird complaint about this match. It's not like I like the match; it's really good, but I I kind of feel like I remember you saying to me something to the effect of one time, like smooth wrestling looks great, but uh, not it doesn't look like it hurts. And uh, it kind of stuck with me because I watched Bushi and Akira and it, it's not so much smooth, but it, everything they do does look nasty and kind of painful. Whereas this, move, this match looks really fucking smooth. There's some high-flying stuff and, and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. There's some insane moves. It's great. But it's a little too smooth. Like, put this in contrast with, like, all right, the main event of the last show. that. There's there's some kind of smoothness to it. There has to be for them to be able to pull off what they do. That match was gnarly and nasty and violent and fucked up. Yeah. And I got a bit of a vibe like that with Bushi and Akira too. These guys wanted to fucking kill each other. Whereas like, I don't know, uh, TJP versus TT, a little too smooth. Is that a weird well, complaint to make? No, because it's it <clears throat> makes sense because Bushi is going to make Brioche have a Japanese match. And Teton and whatever his name is, and and TJP, uh, they're not like Japanese guys, are they? So okay, yeah, I guess I guess you've got it because uh, (laughs) yeah, I guess that's my long-winded way of saying like I like Japanese style. Do the Japanese style, (laughs) (laughs) dude. There's a really cool spot in this match. Uh, It made me laugh. Uh, Yeah, my TJP has. T-Tan in a figure four, so T-Tan rolls it over, and then boom, Akira just yanks his fucking mask right yeah. off. <laughs> we always saw T-Tan's face. Oh, anyway, uh, B- Bushi helps him get his mask back on, and then he wins anyway. So, yeah, both the Empire guys lose, which immediately said to me that they're not winning the title. <laughs> Meaning Japan, L-I-J. New, yeah. New Japan, dude. Dudes. All right, you, you needed one of these guys to lose one of the matches, and <laughs> yeah, the LHA guys. Uh, <clears throat> Teton's backstage, yeah. and he doesn't want it. He's like, "I'll take my mask off, but I'm not gonna lose. Fuck out of here." <laughs> I'm already. Bo- He's like, "I'm already booked to lose this match in two days. I can't lose in twice in two days." Amigo, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's too humiliating. You can't. You gotta make T ten look strong because it's. I, it's T ten. I mean, yeah. Yeah. He sucks. So uh, just, yeah, just well, in case you didn't know it, T ten is in LIJ. Yeah. Funnily I'm enough, aware. that is not even the main event. Like, there's another match. No. Yeah, it's weird. So then we have the main event, which is is this the main event? So we got Ren Narita. Yeah. We got Alex Zane. We got uh, Master. Quato versus yep, Hiromu, yep, it's the main event. Hinata, yep. and Nido. Yeah. So this match, um, Nido has Gideon's coat on, and Ren wants Sonata, who is sporting a Santa Claus beard these days. And that's interesting. I mean, he's getting ready for the holidays. I get it. And uh, 
the these opponents for Ren, this is what I want to talk about with this match, right? Is that this has been well planned. So <clears throat> what we got? We got uh, you know, Ren first he he fought Ishii and won, right? Ishii showed like his toughness and his like you know resiliency as far as that goes. Then he beat Yano, and that shows his intelligence, right? Then Sonata his is his next opponent. We'll find out if he beats him, but that's to to show his mat work, right? So they're just like, I mean, they are putting this kid the fuck over in every way they can to make him, you know, to make him. And like, it's working. It's fantastic. I love that. They're they're bringing in the young guys, as you've been saying they were going to. They're bringing them in, and uh, they're doing things with them. It's great. Yeah, this match is awesome too. And like, we get the preview stuff between Ren and Sonata. It's very good, right? And then Wado and Hiromu get in and just like chop the ever loving shit out of each other. And I'm like, go Wado, <laughs> yeah, go Wado. I'm I'm rooting for Wado against Hiromu. So, you know, it's amazing what booking can do in wrestling. Some of the best wrestlers. Putting Wato against the yeah. three best juniors in the division <laughs> is it making helps. Wato look cool. It helps. Yeah. It, it has helped because you and I have, uh, yeah, I'm agree- I agree. Wato's uh, we, right now. This, uh, this show did not have English commentary, so we couldn't tell if they were burying Wato um, on commentary. <laughs> but we will talk about that on the next night. So, um so Wado, he beats up uh, Hiromu and in the corner and um and T it says. I don't know what that means, but unaffiliated work heel in this match, kind of team un- team unaffiliated. They work heel. And uh Zane twists Hiromu up and some kind of like does like some of his cool moves and stuff, and Hiromu comes back with Canadian leg choke thing on Wado. He can't stop killing Wado. There's what they are brawling, and now it's heat on Wado from LIJ. Why can't Alex Zane take the heat. Where's Tiger Mask when you need him? I mean, like, where's he at? You know, like, come on, man. Why's it got to be Wado? So Naito fucks with Zane, and it's really funny, and no one is trying to win. And I'm like, is this an elimination match? Like, is anybody going to try to win? Uh, but it's not. Uh, Wado finally tags in. Ren, who squares off again with Sonata, and they get uh, fun tag match stuff. And in the end, Naito pins Zane for the win. He couldn't take any heat, though, but he can take a pin. Uh, Luke, after the match, Abushi and Teton come out to celebrate with Lij, I, or were they involved in the finish somehow? And I missed it. No, I don't think so. I think it was okay. just a hey, all Lij's here, let's celebrate. But Shingo wasn't there, so it doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So before we get on to our second show, Mr. Andy, there was a press conference because we need a contract signing for matches that have been advertised for weeks and weeks and weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh people have already bought tickets to this show that it's on the next night so like yep we gotta have our contract signing right now hey man so there's some there's some signings and all that kind of stuff but uh i just want to highlight mr andy the osprey promo yes i'm gonna highlight a promo that was done by osprey because i know we've shit on some of his promos in the past but his promo is pretty cool. It's uh, pretty much him saying everything Naito touches turns to shit, which is uh, he he what he means by that is the Intercontinental title. He said he'd defend that separately. Well, he never cared about that title to begin with, and he never <laughs> and he never defended them separately. So uh, Osprey's just like, well, the IWGP must have thought, well, that's a stank belt that doesn't mean anything. Might as well fucking merge them then. And, and here we go. He, he's a whole belt thing. So 
I guess Osprey is just like, well, IC title would have been one little thing I would have liked to cross off the bucket list, you asshole. Thanks a lot. It's gone now. <laughs> Jay White's going to have that over forever. <laughs> well, I guess they forgot Ibushi exists too, because it's totally his fault, by the way. Oh, not definitely. But yeah. <laughs> and, and Okada. It's maybe Okada's fault the most, because he's like, here is this new belt. Look at this thing. I want to win it. He does. He and you know he doesn't give two shits about the Intercontinental title. He he's only ever held the main title in New Japan. That's the only gold he Okada's ever held. Man, Nothing else. He was so close to the Kapow Trophy, so close, but Yano beat him. You know? He invented um, the fucking Kapow Trophy. Can you <laughs> believe that? So, they should have shown like a video of him thinking at a desk and writing and being like, yes, I'm inventing this. And then drawings of the design of the trophy and stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about the time that, you know, uh, Tanahashi built the new belt and they showed uh, him like yes. welding and shit. That would so be great. Cool. But, Dude, but uh, yeah. I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining Okada taking great pains to design and, and make the King of Pro Wrestling trophy. Only to watch most King of Pro Wrestling trophy feuds, <laughs> only to see the trophy being broken on almost every occasion. It's all a rib on him. That's what's going on. So, uh, Naito did uh, dress to the nines, and he wore Lord Gideon's coat to the to the press conference. And I can't <laughs> wait to talk about uh, the coat in the main event here. It's pretty great, but. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting because, you know, you missed the IC title. That was always, you know, something that you're mad at Ibushi about. And here it is. Will's gaslighting us all, uh, something apparently he's good at. And, uh, you know, he's blaming <laughs> he's blaming Naito for it. So, anyway, but, oh, uh, yeah, that adds a little something to the match, you know, and uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens here. I'd say the other big news from the press conference was the juniors, uh, meaning Master Wato, Hiromi Takahashi, Taiji Ishimori, and El Desperado. Well, they got told, or they found out what teams they would be in. For I'm so the... confused. Because yeah. they literally, like last week, we announced the teams because that's what was on the New Japan website. And this now they're like, we finally announced the teams. Like, motherfuckers, you're making me look dumb. I don't need help with that. <laughs> it's just like here's a contract signing for a big match i'm like you haven't signed the contracts yet the match is tomorrow like what the fuck you've already sold at the stadium what are you doing what if the yeah. pen's out of ink you know what are we gonna do <laughs> put your thumbprint here oh my goodness but yes it is the last night of new japan pro wrestling autumn spring meow attack declaration battles Mm-hmm. And we are in the Osaka Prefectural Gym, the Idiot Perfect. Arena Osaka. It's not number two, so now they're in number one. The big one, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, your, uh, your neighbors play didgeros, didgeridoos all the time. My neighbor's a church, and they play church bells all the time. And it's uh, hot, so I'm leaving the window open, so fuck everybody. Sorry, you have to hear church bells just like me. That's all right. I can, I can live with that. Do you have any? All right, I'm pretty sure the information on the Osaka Prefectural Gym is the same on previous night's Osaka Prefectural Gym too. So do we want to skip it? Is the show? But I would like to mention that we have uh, Kevin Kelly and Chris uh, live via satellite on commentary. Kevin Kelly, you may not have noticed, but his audio was like 
real chippy and weird sounding um but with headphones you you know you can hear it maybe not through the tv speakers but mm -hmm. uh they did a good job you know i think they're getting much, they've gotten much better at that not being their thing you know we'll talk about Agreed. some of the things they say but this is also not a cheering show but we are in osaka so they're going to shaka you by going ooh <laughs> and ah and laughing a lot so we do get some crowd noise quite a bit here and they clap their little hands off and we love them for that can I just say, Mr. Andy, I'm just like, right, if if they're not going to be there and they're just going to do remote commentary, why don't they just do that every time? Oh, because Kevin Kelly has to wake up early and stuff? I'm like, fuck you. My fucking podcast partner has to wake up early every fucking time, too. Get your ass up and watch the show fucking commentate that shit. <laughs> well, Kevin Kelly is a little better than me. Just a little. So, just, you know. I don't Enjoy. do no podcast with no Kevin Kellys. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not allowed. He's not allowed. So there That's you go. Right. That's why he's never been on the show. It's because he's not allowed on. That's the reason. <laughs> too, charm too charming for us, Kevin. It's like, no, no. All right. Here, here we go. Well, let's start us off with a title match. Ooh. Here we go. It's... Uh, the United Empire, that is the only United Empire team tonight that does not get introduced by Gideon Gray. Yeah. <laughs> it is TJP and Akira versus Bushi and LIJ. And I, I think, like, this matches them combining a lot of what we saw them do in the singles. So <clears throat> in, the, in both the singles matches that we saw, we saw the wrestlers, you know, Hit move, hit some moves, but not hit other moves. And then in in this match, it's kind of like the reverse. They hit other moves, and they're all, they're all ready for each other, ready for each other, and all that kind of stuff. In this match, the chemistry is great. I think it's really cool. Uh, I think uh, Bushi's a really good influence. I'm starting to kind of like realize that like, he's going to keep things Japanesey. You know, he's 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 going to keep things flowing like that, which is Man, Bushi's underrated, isn't he? Yeah. Alexis is he? Montez comes on here every year and tells us yeah. all about that, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I forget shit all the time. But, uh, yeah, he's he, he's right. Man, this match is really cool. There's only one problem I have with it, and it's the fact that the last night we watched, uh, both the Empire guys lost their singles matches. That's the only right. problem I have with this match. The only one. Because this is such a really fun fast-paced match it sets the tone for the night and like I, I would say kira has gotten so much better in the short time we've gotten to see him wrestle like this is that the previous night was like a house show this is big match big important title match super night of wrestling show and akira was fucking awesome uh I, i'm kind of highlighting him more than the others because uh <laughs> he's like the young guy on the block man that's like he's really exciting to see he's really interesting and the match ends with a leaning tower on <clears throat> Bushi. Be better on T10, I guess. T10's yeah. two units in LIJ, so they keep me a little strong before he reaches a job of status. I hope. There's a like. There's many parts of this match where all the guys are wrestling at once. Yeah. Which is the shit. I love it, and um, the timing is just impeccable. I mean, it is. 
this is a tremendous match. And this is like the dream curtain jerker match, right? You go to a show, you're sitting there, you're like, wow, I mean, I hope this opening match is kind of exciting. And then you get this and you're like, yep, that's what I wanted. This is fucking tremendous, man. And uh, I, it's like, they don't even stop to breathe until like there's a huge quadruple down where everybody's down. That's like the only, <laughs> yep, you know what I mean? Other than that, it's just like, go, 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 which I love, but it doesn't seem rushed and it doesn't seem like it, it's out of character or anything. It's exactly what they would, would do. And I don't know, man, I love this. I also love that every time Teton does this little matrix thing that TJP doesn't fall for it. He just grabs them in like a, a fucking dragons, you know, dragon, chokehold or whatever you call that and just starts beating him up thank you tjp i, I don't like <laughs> you but man i like that fuck teton uh, i'm i'm very upset that um you know teton didn't take the pin here but i mean like i said he's he's makabe backstage i guess but uh it's interesting too did you know that united empire meaning these two juniors have a tag team name really yeah so they're called Catch 22. And TJP during oh. the press conference kept calling it Catch 2 2. It's like, no, it's Catch 22. Have you never heard of the book? You fucking... Yeah, Joseph Heller wrote an awesome yeah. book, and it's, a, and it's become a euphemism for being in a situation that you can't win. Like, I know it's like the Kobayashi Maru, right? Maru, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I think so... I'm pretty sure the Kobayashi Maru is probably based off something from Catch 22. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. at all. Definitely. So, you know, I mean, that's that's a match that happened. I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was awesome. I think the right team won to fuck Teton catch 22 is a book. So next, Luke, we have an eight man tag match. It is Lord Gideon Gray and RT and Aussie Open. <laughs> awesome. Aussie Open's in Japan. Yes. Versus Yano, Alex Singh, Tanahashi and Finley. And uh, I'm so happy that Aussie Open's finally in Japan. They're great. And we get, you know, fast-paced action starts right away between Hanar T and Finlay. And uh, Zayn is in and does all kinds of super cool bumps and moves. United Emperor take over and pose while they're destroying Zayn. That's so funny. I also, there's a really funny lackadaisical pin from Hanari, and he can't believe it when Zayn kicks out. It's like, what? You didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he didn't hook the leg. In fact, he should have used that leg to hook the leg where the other leg was standing on his chest. <laughs> That's funny. Aussie Open, they they uh, beat up Zane while doing oh they trade Zane while doing a suplex. Like so, there's a stalling suplex, and the other guy walks up and grabs Zane, and uh, Dunkzilla is just in there crushing it. I love him. He really commits, um, like his his what does this mean i don't know what these mean oh he commits to his offense so you bet my like if he calls hey duck two you better fucking duck two otherwise you're getting clobbered you know what i mean so i love that that's so cool uh gideon does the timber drunken cell for a tanahashi slap that the crowd loves and we get mark fletcher in versus tanahashi and yano helps double team and poor mark fletcher come on and yano he uses his typical tricks on uh, Fletcher, who falls for them. So, you know, and Hanarti, he hits a body blow to break up the YTR uh, taunt. He's a, you know, taunt, uh, Yano's about to do the Yano Thoru, and he just walks up and punches him. In the <laughs> He's still putting up with that shit. <laughs> awesome. 
Aussie Open, they do all kinds of heavyweight tandem tag moves, and they are going to be in heavy, you know, in the heavy tag league for sure after watching this. They hit their finish on Yano and win, and we know that's Yano and Tanahashi are probably going to tag together. So, And it's also like a rare occurrence, Yano getting pinned in any show ever for any reason. So, yeah, by the way, uh, you, you bet your ass I have a note saying that Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis's stalling suplex spots, uh, swap spot was like fucking awesome. I, I love that shit. <laughs> All right, so next is a match that uh, I thought I'd be shitting on for a big long time, Mr. Andy. Instead, I kind of liked it. It is Yujiro Takahashi versus Hikaleo. Uh, there's it, a bit of Bit of weird stuff before the match starts, like Sho and Yujiro are doing shit, like heel stuff in front of the ref, and the ref's not doing anything about it. But it doesn't really matter because the bell finally rings, chokeslam, and Hikaleo pins Yujiro. That's the end of the match. And I was like, holy shit, that's perfect. All right, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Hikaleo does a double noggin knocker. On like Dicto, or who is it? It's like it's Cho. I can't remember. Who, it's Show and Yujiro, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that was great. You know, it's choke slam. It's over. Protect Hikaleo. Good job. So I guess this what this tells us is is that eventually he's going to get that ta- that title shot. It's just not going to be here, obviously. So, um, you know, people were thinking that uh, Carl Anderson was going to show up at the show. And it's like no, but we yeah. did get that video. They played that video of him being like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'm the best champion ever. Ain't going to come here. I am not, you know, so that existed and they, they did talk about it. So it sounds to me like this is a storyline. They're going to make it one. But well, apparently uh, they mention on blood money, Saudi Arabia bullshit show that uh, Carl Anderson's a never open champion. Did they really? Wow. So maybe there's some, but no one's watching the Saudi show, so who, yeah. you know who heard that. Yeah. Oh <laughs> no well, uh, fake crowd members are meaning people that are not really there, but we're hearing their voices. They love Saudi Arabia's show. They pumping in the noise. Oh my god, so weird. <laughs> anyway, so Luke, next we have Ren Narita versus Sonata, and this is oh you know one of, one of our semifinal matches here for the uh, TV title, dude. Uh, this is fantastic, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I'm glad you're getting the next one because the next one's really fun. So uh, the crowd is like, OK, so they start doing mat wrestling. Right. And it's great. It's fantastic. And the crowd is silent because they are so into it. <laughs> it's awesome. They're just watching this like Hawks. It's great. So they they do the uh, strong style rope break, you know, main event spot. And Ren, he, he tries a strike in anger, you know, and Sonata takes advantage and gets a huge reaction for the paradise lock. And it's like, God damn it. Don't do that. But it it's great. Like Ren goes into the lock faster than anyone I've ever seen. Like he practiced. And it's part of the story. Right. So (laughs) Ren takes it to the floor and Sonata takes him to the aisle for a pile driver. And so this is Sonata's plan is to attack uh, Ren's neck and maybe win by count out or, you know, to get the skull in. I mean, it's a it's a dual purpose. Uh, So he stomps the shit out of him after uh, he breaks the court. Don't know what that means. Breaks the count and gets the Canadian <laughs> Paradise Lock. So Canadian Paradise yes. Lock, one wasn't enough. 
So that's basically the upside down paradise lock uh, on a bottom rope, which is something to see. And there's uh, all kinds of heat on Ren. And it's like, oh, so Sonata's kind of heel here. And we hit seven minutes in. Um, Ren responds, uh, what's this say? It says he responds with a big overhead suplex. It's amazing. Uh, there are strikes. And then Ren forces Sonata to use a rope break after getting the cross arm breaker on him. And, and Sonata's in trouble, right? So rear naked choke into the Cobra twist, but Sonata hip tosses Ren out of it. And then later on, he gets the Cobra twist. So Ren uh, lands on his feet from that, and he gets a suplex attempt, and then he lands the Cobra twist onto the delight of the crowd. Uh, Sonata, there's a rope break. He gets out of the twist, and then there's a Saito suplex uh, as we near 10 minutes in. Ren kicks the shit out of Sonata and stomps him in the corner. And it's awesome because you're like, oh, he's getting ready for, <laughs> you know, for the uh, the uh, drop kick or whatever. But it's fast paced counters at this point. There's a crazy Joshi hold from Ren. Um, I don't know what to call it, but it's something that Joshis do. It's some fucking bonkers shit. And that's amazing. There's a skull in locked in and Ren starts to fade as the crowd is clapping their hands off. But uh, Sonata goes for the moonsault and uh, knees up from Ren. All right. That's great. He gets uh, what is it? Okay. So Ren, I'm sorry. We are really bad today. So, and then they all, oh, then they do a fast Bouye spot and there's like two and a half minutes left. Right. And Ren fires up from a springboard drop kick that Sonata hits. He blocks the O'Connor roll and it's hold for hold, pin for pin. It's tremendous. Oh my is it- God. Rear naked choke from Ren with one and a half minutes left. I'm watching the clock. There's bridging suplex from Ren with one minute left. Huge strikes from both. Uh, And here we go. Sonata runs in for a roaring elbow, right? But walks right into that bridging suplex and Ren wins. And it is, I was not expecting him to win, but man, they are, they're making him through this tournament. This is good. I guess they, they're serious about the young talent because uh, normal New Japan booking would dictate, all right, this new guy's beaten Ishii and Sonata, uh, Ishii and Yano. That's all he needs. He's kind of over there. That, that will launch him from that. Now they've gone one step further. Holy shit. I kind of had your voice in the back of my head saying, you know Sonata's winning this, right? <laughs> it's the devil on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Dude, I saw a side of Sonata I don't think I can I have seen since he trolled Honma that one time. But on a guy that's like Ren Narita, it works because Sonata was a total asshole. He was super aggressive and violent and awesome. Oh shit, yeah, I'm putting Sonata over here, probably because he lost. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this match for me was someone like Sonata's pissed off and Ren Rita, he's embarrassed and pissed off. He got put into that fucking lock twice. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to make fucking Sonata pay for it. <laughs> These guys have amazing chemistry and I'm going to just say it here. I, I think this is better than the Ishii match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is awesome. This is this is what you want in your 15 minutes. Not taking powders for fucking half the time, and you know all this kind of stuff. It was rough as guts. It was gnarly. I loved it. Oh my goodness. We we should wow. start a new a new thing on the show. Like every match we talk about gets compared to Renderita versus Ishii. Is it better? Yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> also, 
Brendan Reed has beaten three heavyweights. He's no junior dude. Nah, he's he'll he'll be tagging with a young lion or something in World Tag League, and he'll lose all the matches, but he'll beat the fuck out of everybody. It'll be awesome. Oh, definitely, definitely. Oh my god, that match was so good. All right, so let's go with something completely different, but also lots of fucking fun. Not only that, <clears throat> this is a match that will tie in to the G1 match these two guys had because uh, last time Zack Sabre Jr. used a young lion to kind of like uh, distract Evil and he won in like 45 seconds or something like that. <laughs> well, this time Evil's ready for it because, uh, <laughs> by the way, even before the match starts, Zack Sabre Jr. uses uh, Kosto Vegeta to do his promo for him, which is awesome. Happy Halloween, dickhead. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, no. Fujita's all beaten up. Evil and Dick Togo have him. They're not falling for that bullshit. Oh, look, here here he is. He's Zack Sabre Jr., but he's got a hat that says, you know, I'm, I'm Zack Sabre Jr. totally. Uh, you know, believe me. But no. <laughs> it's fucking rare. Oh, my God. And then... Like that distraction almost makes Zack Sabre Jr. win the same way he won last time again. <laughs> this time, Evil's not dumb enough to fall for that twice. But man, here's one of my favorite things. I know it's probably been done before, but this time it just felt so good to have Zack Sabre Jr. with a chair around his neck shove Evil down in Abe spot, grab Dick Togo, and do the Abe spot. Onto evil. That was fucking rad. I loved that. And I love evil, but come on. You gotta love seeing seeing a character like that get their comeuppance. It's just great fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another funny thing is uh evil's trying to get back into the ring as the 20 count goes, and someone grabs his legs. And I thought, oh my god, is that sideshow Yudo Nakashima? Like, what's going on here? No. <laughs> It's Dick Togo thinking that Zack Sabre Jr.'s legs are grabbed. <laughs> and he realized he fucked up. <laughs> that was great. Oh, my God. The young lions take out Dick Togo, and the crowd fucking loves that. They adore yeah. it. See, the evil stuff's working. No one can tell me it's not working because the crowd loves it, especially when they get their comeuppance, which happens quite a bit. Everyone needs to fucking slow their roll, man. Yeah. Are you fuckers? Slow it. Yeah. And slow it down. This is a goofy good time. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr. pins evil. I'm not mad. I love evil. But, you know, it makes more sense to have, uh, I guess, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Ren Reader, especially if you're trying to highlight, as you said, all the different styles that Ren Reader is capable of and, and all that kind of stuff. So, like, uh, they're throwing all the opponents at Ren Reader. Damn. Yeah. I wonder if, like, one day Chris Charlton will realize this and he'll go, So many ways Ren Narita can beat you, you know, and like Canarty will be very upset and his two cells <laughs> will drop uh, dramatically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I love this match. I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed Zack Sabre Jr. with the chair around his neck running around and beating people up because that was like that time that Naito beat him and he freaked out in the, in the war chairs running around while he was freaking out. So that was pretty great, man. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Well, Luke, uh, next we are joined on a uh, Japanese commentary 
by Tanahashi, which is always nice, you know. And our next match is the awesome tag match or incredible tag match, which is all of the contenders for the, uh, you know, IWTV Junior title. Except for one, uh, which is Kushida. So I was thinking he's backstage and he's going to come out here. He did not. So uh, what we have is we have Master Huado and El Desperado versus Ishimori and Hiromu. And this is all storytelling and the wrestling is so good. What a match. So Hiromu, he waits waits for Ishimori like he's in LIJ, like he wants to do the, you know, do the fist bump, but. He's not going to do that. So um, so we get Hiromu and Wado starting, and they resume their chopping madness. And commentary is not bearing Wado, other than they say he's an underdog, kind of. So yeah. they may, maybe they got the note. But uh, Ishimori, he refuses to tag in or work together with, uh, with Hiromu, right? So that's <laughs> kind of the story here, right? So Hiromu has to do everything himself, and he gets real mad. And El Desperado helps Wado, but only because he he wants to beat up Hiromu, right? So they have a fun <laughs> story too, right? So Wado kicks him and says he doesn't need help, and it's great. El Desperado, it wants to tag in. So what's he do? He just slaps Wado, and that's a tag. <laughs> it's great. And that comes so back. Good. So El Desperado, he tortures Hiromu as Ishimori just laughs and cheers from the apron. So that's great. Uh, Hiromu's doing the super selling uh, while he's taking all the heat from El Desperado, and it's so good. Uh, Desperado tags in Wado by chopping him really hard, and Wado's fucking pissed. He hangs Hiromu's leg on the ropes at Canadian style and just kicks the other leg out of his leg, and he does an awesome bump, and that was great. I love that. So Wado, he goes up to El Desperado. He ducks one. He ducks two, and then Wado tags out by slapping the shit out of El Desperado. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hiromu's going off. He hits uh he he off the hip tag. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, he's I don't know what the sentence means. So uh Ishimori bails. Oh, so Hiromu builds up to like a hat, hot tag spot, but Ishimori just jumps off mm-hmm. the apron like nope, he's having so much fun. El Desperado slams Hiromu on the entrance ramp and tries a count out, and it's real loud. <laughs> Like it's like boom, and he does this kind of like uh whatever. El Desperado and Water, they just start fighting, making water legal, right? So uh <laughs> the wrestlers both oh wait, oh, starts to come back. I don't know. Uh Hiromu, uh my my computer just wrote H I R. So uh here <laughs> wrestles he wrestles both opponents and starts a big comeback, and Ishimori wants in now. Now that Wado's down and like all beat up, he's like, oh, I got this now. But Hiromu tags him in and turns around um, and hits a running drop kick on him to the floor. <laughs> tags him in, then just beats the shit out of him, which is exactly what Ishimori has kind he of been totally doing to him secondhand. Yeah, so uh, he hits big moves in the ring and takes tries a pin on his own partner. So Hiromu tries to pin Ishimori. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now it's Wado versus Ishimori there's a blind tag as Wado is trying to win and Chumpy ex- oh yeah Chumpy's in this match thank you Chumpy he explains and uh, gets pushed um, so Wado helps unwillingly and it's numero dos as Wado puts 
um, Hiromu in the Vendival, right? So we get the double thingy and uh, reversal into the boner lock from Ishimori and Wado has to break up the hole, but Ishimori just throws El Desperado into the pile for a quadruple down. Ishimori forces uh, the, the tag out to a nearly unconscious Hiromu and uh, Wado hits a huge dive on Ishimori after being whipped by Hiromu, which was like a fake out deal. You know, that was great. Uh, Hiromu hits his dive, and they all turn around, and and you know El Desperado's diving into all of them. So they get all get in the <laughs> ring. There's like a quadruple uh, countout spot where they all get in at 19. Everybody's in the pool. Finally, Ishimori and Hiromu work together, and they're both like, "What?" They're surprised. That's great. Uh, so Hiromu is legal though, or Wado's legal, and Hiromu goes for the time bomb. Ishimori jumping knee, and this allows Wado to roll up Hiromu. So basically, Hiromu's trying to hit his finish, but Ishimori just knees him in the face. <laughs> and so Wado rolls him up. It's great. I'm so glad Wado got the win. I was excited. Ishimori celebrates like he won because he got over on everybody, and Wado gets the win. Tremendous booking. This is an awesome book match. Awesomely booked. Every single tag in this match matters, by the way. I, yeah. I, I know you can't do that for every tag match ever, but this is one of those matches where every single tag matters and was hilarious. <laughs> it's fucking funny. The writing, oh, the writing, the booking is really smart. Like, Ishimori is like, why would I tag in for, dumbass? You went first. <laughs> I don't care who wins this. I don't like you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. And I just want to say here, like, Wato was awesome. He hung with all three guys. No botches, no bullshit, no hesitation. He was great. So, uh, uh, you know, the match works because all four men were just, like, totally in sync totally into it totally into their characters and their alignments and it's like screwing each other over man the freaking osaka crowd when uh hiromu takes in ishimori only for hiromu to be like fuck you i just got my ass kicked for like 10 minutes and then just shot shotgun drop kicks him into the railing oh. <laughs> dude it's this is fantastic well there's a lot of two-on-two tag matches on the show I think there's three or four of them, right? And they're all different. So that's pretty mm -hmm. cool. And this one was totally different. It was completely different than everything else. So I, don't know, I thought that was, that was good stuff, man. Yep. I loved it. It was well booked. Everyone was just so into it. The character work was just so fantastic. It was funny, but it was gnarly at the same time. This match was just fucking great. So can I just say, it's going to be weird for me to say this by the way, but I guess, I think, I th feel like you feel the same, but Kazuchika Ricardo and Tamatonga versus Jay White and Kenta, it's a good match. It's entertaining, but it's probably like, like the only show on this card that means absolutely nothing jack shit. <laughs> so yeah. it, does, it doesn't hold eh, as much weight and it kind of stalls the show a little bit because you're just like, Am I enjoying this? Yeah, I am. But, like, I've got a heavyweight tag title match and a United States title match I want to watch. Like, what is this for? So, you know, 
it's fine. This is just a way to have like uh, Jay White and Okada on the show because yeah, you know, once you're champion and once you yeah you you make a baby face, it's fine. I understand. I get it. It's not really for for anything, but it does give Tamatonga another big win because uh, yeah. Uh, I do like the finish of this though, Miss Andy, because Kenta is giving Tamatonga those like kind of overhand palm strikes that he uh, yeah. does. Yeah. They're fucking gnarly, man. I love it. And then Tamatonga just like takes it. He's reeling a bit, and then boom, gun stun. And uh, I thought it was a good win for Tamatonga, so uh, it's good in that aspect and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know. I don't know about you, but uh, I was kind of hoping to get to the fucking <laughs> the title matches. You know what I mean? Yeah, I woke up at 3.45 a.m. to watch the show. This is the diva and spot. You said this was by, the diva spot. That's what you said. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. But, you know, oh, um, the uh, the it kind of is, you know, because it's right before the two, you know, main, main event and kind of semi-main or whatever. But like. You know, I woke up at 3.45 to watch the show. It's 6.30 a.m. at this point, right? And I'm like, gosh, I'm tired. <laughs> so, like, this is a, I, and I feel like that, you know, every show has kind of a lull in it. There's like a, you know, three hours, three and a half hours that people can pay attention. And for, you know, 20 minutes of that, they're going to be kind of wanting to look at something else for a little bit. And that's kind of where I was at here. But, I mean, it's fine. It was a fine match. It's just like... Why is the you know, I also didn't understand why they came out to the the new crappy bullet club theme with Kenta snare drum at the beginning. Like, why aren't they coming out to Jay White's theme? He's the fucking champion. No, no, no. It's dumb. This, that right there. Yeah. 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 I don't understand. But next, Luke, we have a match that some people find disappointing. And I get that, but I figured it out. I know why this match is a little disappointing. It's because it's gonna sure. happen again. It's going to happen again. That's why this match was a little disappointing for some people. So I just, this match is not going to get the same hype that Aussie Open versus FTR got, right? This is going to be just a tag match that happened in Japan. So um, that's what I mean by that, is that a lot of people are expecting this to be like that, that kind of thing. But that was an indie match. This is a Japanese match. It's different. So... Anyway, so it is FTR, the heavyweight champions of the world tag matches versus Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, Okan <laughs> on the cop. And uh, Lord Gideon Gray's out and he's in a suit. And oh, we got to talk about that. Did you see that? I sent that to you. There's like this cool, like, Reservoir Dogs kind of thing that the, you know, oh, yeah. the Empire did, right? And it's like, you know, we'll. <laughs> They're all in black suits, and Will Ospreay walks by. It's in black and white, and, like, all the other guys walk by, and RT walks by. And then here, bringing up the caboose, it's Okan with two girls on on his each shoulder, like, one on each shoulder. It's perfect. <laughs> it is so awesome. So that was really cool. So he, uh, Gideon Gray, is wearing that suit. And uh, United Empire come out with some, like, heel newscaster guy out of uh, Japan, and he's ringside. So whatever. I don't know. That didn't really add anything to the match, but um, no, it didn't. So um, I call uh, FTR beard or mustache. So you know <laughs> who they are. That's who they are. So we get beard and Cobb starting, right? And Cobb, he uses what does this mean? He he uses pale and beard. Use oh, he uses okay. So Cobb has like I was trying to break this match down, kind of in like the way that these teams are good. 
So we know like United Empire is highly skilled, right? But they also, this this group in, in particular are powerful, right? They both have massive strength and that's kind of, you know, the dominator, the sheep killer. And then obviously all cops power moves, those are all based on power, right? And FTR, they're kind of like a, a highly skilled team that uses teamwork, right? But then like, as my like theory on how the Smash is gonna go, like fell apart completely because they all use those things. You know what I mean? Like these teams are all, they're good at everything, you know? So it's not just this one thing. And there is a star of this match and his name is Jeff Cobb. And holy shit, he is great in this match. And it's not by doing moves. He does cool moves, but I'll tell you all about it. All right. I swear to God. So it's really great. <laughs> they, they, you know, both teams are wrestling and they're kind of even, you know, and, uh, you know, until it comes to strikes and greater Khan uses the Mongolian chops, but FTR, they use teamwork. Mustache starts working the braid. So greater Khan chokes him with it. And that's, to, you know, that's what you do. And that sends him to the, that's the outside what you get. there. Mm -hmm. There's heat on mustache and mustache starts going after Cobb's knee in desperation, which is important. And that's a uh, United empire. They use FTRs uh, technique against them, the cutting the ring in half. You know, and I don't know if commentary mentioned that, but that was exactly what they did. And I know that every tag team that's a heel tries to do that, but, you know, they were in particular doing it in this match just to rub it in their face. So we get uh, Beard gets a big tag in and uh, FTR, they run wild. It's good. Uh, as long as United Empire can keep them apart, they can keep them under control. But as soon as FTR get together, then they start dominating, right? Because they are it's kind of, you know, their teamwork is their thing. So we get a cool stalling superplex, but it's broken up by a big electric chair cutter. <laughs> I don't know who even did that, but I, I wrote it down. So Cobb lands. Oh, okay. So this is from, I, I believe this is from Mustache on Cobb, right? It could be Beard though. And this is really important part of the match because what happens is that instead of bumping flat for a cutter, which we know Cobb can do perfectly, he lands on one foot kind of. And I at first I was kind of like, oh, he doesn't want to take that bump. And maybe it's a little bit of that, but then it works into the match because he his leg looks like it's hurt. And I'm like, oh, fuck, is he hurt, right? So I love that. Um, Great O'Conn, he drags Cobb while Cobb's selling the leg and everything over into the corner and tags him in, himself in and then faces off versus mustache for a bouillet spot. We get huge moves right and left. Cobb and Beard, they fight. <laughs> I don't, and they put on it. Oh, and it's hard hitting to say the least. They're hitting each other really hard. I like it. Great O'Conn's holding his own in this match. Uh, Cobb's in for a tour, but there's a chop block to his knee. Now yeah. that thing earlier in the match that seemed like kind of like a botchy type thing is not a botch. It was a well-timed, cool thing they put in the match to tell the story. So everybody's in the pool hitting moves. There's a TTD from Great O'Conn uh, on Beard for a near fall. And then Shatter Machine and FTR just win. And I was like, oh. I, I, but I thought the storytelling was great was because the reason why Great O'Conn was alone was because of that leg thing with Cobb. That's like his only, you know, uh, weak point. His Achilles so, knee. Yeah, his Achilles uh, patella tendon, yes. And um, he, I, I just feel like that this shows that FTR did, did the research and they figured out what to do and they used his team, teamwork to defeat him, which doesn't bury United Empire. I just... I really wanted United Empire to win, and it, the fact that FTR won, it's like, you fucking better be in World Tag League. 
You better be. I mean, come on. If not, that would be really dumb. The New Japan tradition for the last few years, the champions are all champion are in the tournament. So I don't know if it's the G1, the champions in the tournament. You know, if it's a tag team tournament, the tag look. Fuck you guys, FDR. If uh, the champion has to be in the G1, then the tag champs have to be in the goddamn tag league. That's just how it is. What just makes this match dumb? You know, if that's if yeah. they're just gonna hang out in America, it's like, well, fuck you, you can't do that. Then then that turns you heel because you're cherry picking your matches. You know, so the thing is though, like I kind of want Greater Khan and Jeff Cobb to have awesome singles careers where they're awesome and amazing, and have uh, Aussie Open take them yeah. titles. But that's my maybe. A bit of my bias there. I'd love a couple of Aussies to have the heavyweight tag team titles. <laughs> like, like that's just part of that. I won't lie. But they yeah. had a confrontation after the show in the backstage comments. Those two teams, Aussie Open and FTR, had a confrontation and kind of teased another match. So there you go. There you go. All right. So you got to have Okan on the cob in this again. I would say they're they're contenders. I'm not sure if they're going to win or not, but they're contenders contenders i think especially after this match i thought it was great fun i thought uh, the commentators put over greater khan really well they pretty much said that he was a in charlie talk uh, a wild card bitch so uh i really liked that <laughs> always sunny reference if, if you watch that and uh i don't know i really i really liked it greater khan managed to shine even though he took the pin but it made sense because they worked all this knee stuff in with Jeff Cobb. So when that chop block hit, man, I felt that. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a good match. I don't know. It's just, I guess it's another in a series of incredible tag matches I've watched FDR have this year through the uh, Ring Honor. And uh, I guess uh, the only ones I haven't seen are anything related to the AAA titles because I don't. I watch Triple A, but other than that, I've seen most of the matches. They've been pretty great. So, Mr. Andy. But, yeah. Yes. Well, I was just going to say, but do you agree that, I mean, is it better than Renarita versus Ishii? <laughs> oh, you shut up. <laughs> I think, I think this, I think the main event is. Yeah. I think the main event is just fucking gnarly and absolutely insane. And it's an absolute thrill ride. It is Tetsuya Naito versus the Billy Man, uh, Will Ospreay, the United States champion. Dude. Dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish we could do this right? whole, re- whole... I wish we could do the whole review of this match, but just saying dude at each other like it's basketball. <laughs> <clears throat> Unless we can't. I. Naito decided, you know what? I miss Ibushi... Uh, I'm going to work this Ibushi style. And uh, in case anyone doesn't know what that means, it's like, just watch, just go to New Japan World. For God's sakes, if you've got this, if you listen to this podcast, you better have New Japan World. And just type in Ibushi and Naito and just watch all of their singles matches because uh, they're horror movie thrill rides. (laughs) <laughs> to the extreme <laughs> terrifying yes yeah and 
Naito decides to do that with Will Ospreay, and it's fucking gnarly. And after a while, I'm watching it, kind of being like, "All right, that's enough of those elbows." Strike. Oh, there's another one. Naito's just going to And he's smiling at the same time. Oh shit. They got you worried about Will Ospreay and like kind of showing sympathy for him, right? I mean, yeah, that's this is masterful. It's masterful. Yeah, it, it really is. Naito fucks Will Ospreay up for a long time. It's awesome. It's both awesome <laughs> and fucking scary because uh, the Billy Man has had uh, neck problems. He's had a fucking broken neck, hasn't he? Uh, well, remember just, if like Shingo broke his neck or something like that, yeah. and I had him out for a while. And then, did you know he almost died from the stomach, tummy, yeah. tummy tums? Yeah, he had tummy, yeah, tums. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he had gastro problems. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love this match. I thought it was fucking incredible. The psychology is great. Naito just fucks this guy's neck up. Osprey's coming back, and part of me is going like, "Yeah, Osprey, yeah, Osprey, take that bitch." Another part of me is just going, "Wait, I like the United States title. I want it to stay around, so I want Osprey to win." And I can't believe I've those thoughts have like come into my head. So I guess this is some uh, masterful booking here on a night filled with masterful booking, Mister Andy. This match is fucking incredible. Uh, there's so many near falls, double downs. They do all of the wrestling and all of the moves. It ends with Osprey catching Naito in a Stormbreaker and one, two, three. This is like after a hidden blade and all this kind of stuff. They killed each other, these two men, for our enjoyment. And my God, did I enjoy it? What did you think? Well, what do you? Let me ask you this. Okay, so. Like, Will Ospreay out-wrestled, like, Naito in this match. And obviously, we know Naito does this stuff where he'll just screw up moves on purpose and stuff. And, like, you know, I don't know if he did that. He he had a couple kind of, like, didn't land on his feet right during this match. Like, a few moments like that. And, like, if that was intentional or not, it doesn't matter. Because it worked perfect in the story that Will Ospreay out-wrestled Naito. He's an old guy now. And, you know, and Osprey is one of the younger guys. And it's like, I don't know. I thought that was the story. And, you know, obviously, Naito's like, well, I can't out-wrestle you. I I look how I fell on that, you know, move. And uh, so I'm just going to break your neck into pieces and have fun doing it. And, like, this is, I mean, if you look at this from the babyface perspective for Will Osprey, obviously this works tremendous does wonders for him uh during the match after the match whatever because you know they got sympathy for him you know i was worried i was like oh my god especially when they were you know getting ready to do the neck breaker on the guardrail i was like no don't do that you know like come on (laughs) But, but you know naito's crazy when it comes to this kind of stuff so i mean a lot of naito's moves are centered around the neck and you know but this all came down to those elbows and Naito's like made Will, he punished Will for wanting Definitely. to wrestle him. And like, it's like, 
you can win in New Japan. You can out-wrestle people, but you're going to pay the price. And that's what happened here. I don't know. I love this. I also love that the ending sequence is not – it's not so perfect. We talked about how when wrestling's really smooth, and Will Ospreay has 100% been guilty of this in his younger days in New Japan. Now everything really? he does – looks like it's terrifying and looks like it's it's trying to kill somebody so that's like the difference between then and now and you know they they did a lot of stuff towards the end that was a little rough looking but in a really good way where it's like oh my god that looked like it hurt so bad (laughs) fuck yeah i agree (laughs) i love it and uh it's like it was an incredible match that topped a very very good show you know um and i think that i think that Naito, we we just talked about this feud just kind of started in the pantheon of of long heavyweight you know main event style feuds. This is a very new one. So they, I forgot to mention this about Aussie Open and FTR was that they left something on the table. That's what I meant when I was, I was starting to talk about that about how why mm-hmm. that match wasn't all balls to the walls necessarily uh, from beginning to end, and that's because they're going to do it again. So they have to save something, you know, and in this match, they showed us a little more than the first time, meaning the main event here, Will versus Naito. So I think that this feud is just beginning. I can't wait to see what they do next, but we know what Naito is going to do every time they wrestle. So. (laughs) Exactly. And anyone thinking like, oh, but what's Naito's path to Wrestle Kingdom? Dude, it's Tetsuya Naito. He is like one of New Japan's four top guys. They've always got a plan for him. They've always got a direction for him. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Hey, and 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 I guess unlike other wrestlers, for Tetsu and Naito, you've got to take the long haul. If you're a fan of Naito, you better be prepared for pain. <laughs> <laughs> what if he tags with Shingo, and they win the tag titles? Like in the tar- that'd be fun, right? FTR versus Shingo and Naito. You know, I mean, I, you hear oh, me? God. I'm talking about World Tag League. What? It yeah. doesn't happen. I'm like, I'm like oh showing a little God. fandom. Wow, that's weird. Well, <laughs> Luke, a- after the match, uh, Will gets on the mic. He wonders who will challenge him. And this is kind of the part where it's like, why are you being a cocky prick right now? You should be a little less cocky. You just barely won and you got your fucking ass destroyed during it. So, I mean, like, I just, he's like, oh, no one wants to wrestle me. What the fuck? Because I'm so good. And I get it. That's always going to be his character. But it doesn't work in the same way that it does for Naito when he's a dick and he's the face. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just it's not the same. So he doesn't quite have that yet. But anyway, he says no one will wrestle him. And Gideon comes out and he gets on the mic and puts on uh, United Empire over. And then uh, Aussie Open and Will celebrate in the rings together. Ring together. Other, you know, other UE people not allowed for some reason. I don't know why they're not allowed. <laughs> but, but then the lights go out, which is everyone's gimmick, Luke. Everyone can do the lights out gimmick. You know, you got Muda, yeah. you got, you know, Cody uh, Hall or Cody. What's everyone in AEW. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so in New Japan, everybody can do it too. Now, what do you think of this, Luke? Tell me all about Roughneck. All right. So, uh, <laughs> I thought it took a lot longer for the wrestler to come out than I thought. I was, I was almost <laughs> getting ready to be like, oh, well, I guess this show's over. Click. But, you know, sometimes I decide uh, I'll just leave it running just in case. And I'm glad I did because music hits and the roughneck comes out. The roughneck. 
Shota Umino. I'm just going to call him the Roughneck Shooter Umino because <laughs> hey, if you're going to st- if you're going to use the Death Rider and hold hold a, 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 a leather black leather, leather jacket in your hand, <laughs> then, uh, get, get a little reezy towards the end <laughs> of this episode. Definitely get a little reason towards the episode. Hey, you wouldn't know I've been uh, drunk and bagged like pretty much the whole time, unless you did. Hey. <laughs> Shut up. But yeah, it's uh, hey, we're gearing up for the young young people, aren't we, Mister Andy? Because uh, yes. when the leader's kicking ass, Wate's being book strong. Even if Great Khan's not getting pins, or like at, at least on this night, he's being made to look like a billion dollars anyway. <clears throat> And he's uh, Shota Umino. Fuck yeah. We're getting some uh, some young blood here in the New Japans, which means I guess some old older stars might be phased out. I just worry that one of those older stars will be Ishii. What? You don't want Shooter oh. to beat Ishii? Well, yeah, of course I do, but I don't want to... I'm not sure I'm ready to think of Ishii as dad. What? He's going to be the best dad ever. You know? I know he is. I know he is. I'm not Come too long. I guess, I guess I want to ha- see him have another run with the Never Gold or with any gold or just have a nice fucking hurrah or something. And I don't know. I know he's going to be a dad and he's going to be a great one. And, uh, well, think about so this. Well, he's going to do the books. Right. Ishii's going to be in the back in the little office with stacks of paper everywhere. He's got like that little visor that like guys wear when they're counting money and he's got, (laughs) you know, reading glasses on and he's typing into the calculator and he's looking at Mr. Bread, like shaking his head, like things don't add up. And you know who's nowhere to be seen (laughs) is Tenzon. Tenzon (laughs) He's making himself scarce. So it's definitely Tenzon. Yeah. (laughs) So. you know, the issue's like, Tenzan, where's the money? I don't know where the money went, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Meanwhile, Tenzan's blonde tips have just been redone. <laughs> His mullet has been highlighted, and he doesn't know where the money went. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, oh my goodness. Luke, we got one more thing to do before we wrap this up, right? So we it's got uh, American History X under uh, <laughs> is on November 20th. <laughs> and other than Shooter Umina showing up, which, by the way, I love that he hit the Death Rider on Will Ospreay, which is great. Um, we didn't mention that. But uh, is that there was no announcements of anything on that show, which is fucking not. weird. We were hoping for World Tag League announcements. We were hoping for American History X uh, under uh, announcements. You got none of them. But they then they just put an article out with all the all the different matches. We got lots of cool shit, man. Uh, Iwatani is going to face uh, Kira. I get Kira, Kyra, Kyrie. There it is. I knew it. Kyrie. Is it? So, that... Yeah. It's a Pirate Lady. Yeah. Holy That's shit. Awesome. That match will be unbelievably good. This is my Uitami. Like that yeah. match is gonna be nuts. Yeah, hook that I up mean, to my veins. That's for the IWGP Women's Championship, right? So that's oh. cool. Uh, and then we have the match that was made at the end of uh, of the Battle Attack, and that is Shota Umina versus Will Osprey. So that'll be for the United States Championship, and I hope Shooter wins because all the young guys are winning, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, 
that's exciting. We also have Great Muda's last uh, New Japan match, which is him, Yano, and Okada versus uh, Okan on the Cobb and Hanar T. Gee, I wonder who's getting pinned in that one. <laughs> Although, you know, to be hey. fair, Muda should get pinned, but he won't. No. Do you think Aaron Hanare is going to be too bothered that he uh, he got pinned by Great Muda? I don't think so. No, no, that's something. I mean, it's not like he's 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 in Noah and he's the champion or anything. But uh... ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna get a good old fashioned New Japan five man tag, but this will be awesome. It's all of Lij minus Teton. He's going back to Mexico. Yes, and he's got to get ready for Fantacrapia fan- Mania or whatever it's gonna happen. So. Uh, the LIJ is facing uh, TJP, Akira, Gideon Gray, and Aussie Open. So that'll be awesome. Aussie Open sticking around in New Japan. So you know they're going to be in World Tag League. That's good. Oh, yeah. Um, so then we get uh, Utami, uh, Hayashida, uh, and Tanahashi versus Micah and Goto. Dude, this match right here, yeah. I've seen. We've seen show. We've seen a show recently with Mike in it. Was that the Takatachi Mania show? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Look, I hope. Look, right about I kind of wish Micah was tag teaming with Hiroshi Tanahashi. To be honest, like I like Micah. I think if I don't know if I've seen you tell me or not, so maybe I'll see this match and I'll be like, Luke, you you're crazy. I don't know. Well, speaking of Takataichi Mania, we get a match right off of Takataichi Mania. It's, oh, my God. This is great. It's Taichi and Kanemaru. This match is for us. They're tagging with Natsupui and Nakano. I'm sorry. I'm bad with this. And then uh, they're ta- they're tagging against their partners, El Desperado and Doki, versus uh, – and they're tagging with Starlight Kid and Watanabe, and they are tremendous. So that is going to be something else right there. Yeah, I think Doki's taking the pin there, and I'm all right with that in this match, I guess, in this case. Yeah, if it's as long as he doesn't get yeah. pinned by the ladies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he can't do the sexy pin to them either. That's not okay. So, um, But uh, anyway, then we have uh, – this is a weird match, but I guess there's something to it. I don't know. I'm happy that Julia's going to be here. So Julia is one of like – you know, stars, biggest stars right now. And she's tagging with Zack Sabre Jr. versus Siri and Tom Lawler. Okay. We're going to get some George Michael and yeah. what's the other guy's name? That's good shit. Uh, you know, him. Wake me We're going to get some. Oh, you go, go. That guy. No, that's George Michael. Uh, the karma chameleon guy. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, boy George. There you go. That's right. We're going to get some uh, Boy George, George Michael shenanigans as well, I think. Yeah, probably. I loved that um, with uh, Tom Lawler's ex Don't you think that since Tom Lawler's going to be in Japan on the 20th, that he's going to stick around for the next day and probably tag with Royce Isaacs in uh, World Tag League? Don't you think? I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. Good. Can't imagine you're going to see him in Japan just for one day. World Tag League literally starts this, the next day after the show. So um, now we get a stardom uh, six-woman tag. Uh, you got Lady C, who is my favorite. I hope she wins everything. She's like she's like woman Tai Chi. She's the best. And we got AZM uh, and Saya Kimitani versus Maya Sakuri Thekla and Himuki Himeka. They are good wrestlers. Thekla. 
Thecla sounds like a uh, Klingon or Romulan name or something. It's yeah, it's the sauce that goes with with blah or gah. With, with uh with gah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Of course Leah Rush is hanging out with Yo. They're gonna tag in in, oh in junior tag league. Fuck that team. So we got <sighs> Leah Rush, Yo, Yoshihashi, and uh new dad, Tamahiro Ishii versus House of Torture. That's a match that we will watch. Um, but then there's a, a kickoff match, right? So I guess I went in reverse order from main event. There's a kickoff match, and this is yeah, exciting. Sure. This is really exciting because we have all okay. the regular young lions and the debuting Oscar Lube, um, the the tall white guy that's been hanging out, European guy that's been hanging out uh, ringside. So he's making his debut on the show, and they're all tagging together. All right, versus exciting because these guys are going to be in world tag league gabriel kidd kevin knight clark connors and alex coughlin so the android he's going to tag with clark connors yeah yeah that's going to be i want them uh, i want them to win please please and thank you they're going to lose a lot but the android and the rhino that's a pretty good team team man you know i'm looking forward to that even though we know kratos is going to be there too so but at least he didn't By get way, on this match you weren't lying it's oscar l-e-u-b-e that's oscar lube and yeah. uh that's that's definitely the name that he has that's the brand he likes since he's like eight foot tall i will not make fun of that name i'll, <laughs> I'll do it i don't care um, <laughs> um i'm fired up and i mean clark connors and uh you know th- this is this is good oh I forgot to mention there's also a stardom Rambo. So that's going to be fun. That's on the kickoff as well. So 15 wrestlers. So like everybody gets a payday. Yeah. Awesome. I'm totally into that. Yeah. Holy shit. That's the next show. And that's on the 20th. Got a ways to go. It's the fucking seventh. Hey, be prepared for like 20 never albums. Exactly. I think we should do one and talk about the new Weird Al Yankovic movie. Because apparently it's awesome. I haven't watched it yet. I plan on doing that today. I plan on doing that tomorrow. I'm in. Yeah, that'll be fun. All right, cool, Holy man. Shit. Well, we did it. Damn straight, we did it. Fuck, man, we crushed it. And it's... Oh, holy shit, it's five to one in the morning. We fucking nailed it. I'm pretty happy with this. We did good. And uh, in... Uh... Who we trust? Oh, yeah, in Gato, we trust, because that show was so fucking well booked. Holy shit. Happy Halloween, dickhead. <laughs>